get ready for an epic experience that you won't forget. The Be Your Best Self Conference, August 22nd at the Grand Event Center in Grandview Heights. You'll rub elbows with some seriously cool folks in the business world and soak up all sorts of wisdom about being a bold leader, rolling with the punches, and smashing through any obstacles that may come your way. It's not just about setting through speeches. It's about making connections and diving deep into learning that'll stick with you for ages. We've got a killer lineup of speakers just for you. First up, we've got Brian John, the brains behind Echo and Athena, who's going to drop some knowledge bombs about leading with love. Next, we'll hear from Shara Hutchison, the powerhouse CEO of Exposure, who's going to spill the beans on how to navigate change like a pro, whether it's in your personal life or at work. And then brace yourself for Stephen Carr, the mastermind behind Belief Force, who's going to show us how to kick those self-limiting beliefs to the curb and step into our full potential. But wait, there's more. We've got a lively panel discussion lined up where we'll tackle the ins and outs of working with different generations in the workplace, led by the amazing Dahlia Calgreen from United Residential Management. And to keep the momentum going all day long, we've got the one and only LaShondra Baker from LBB Edutainment as our hype woman. Oh, and don't even think about sneaking out early because we've got some seriously awesome prizes up for grabs at the end of the day. Trust me, you don't want to miss out. So mark your calendars, spread the word, and get ready for a day packed with inspiration and connections. Chamberpartnership.org backslash BYBS 2024. Good morning, Tri-Village Chamber Partnership. David Polakowski, President and CEO. And this morning we have a group with us. First we have Katie. Katie Ellis, good morning. I'm the Operations Manager for the Tri-Village Chamber. And this is Katie's first experience with that. So we're gonna be tag teaming. And then I'm excited, we have Brecky Shack. Lindsay and Lisa Rush, and for those of you that have never been there, shame on you. (laughs) Um, It is an experience that you will want to keep going back to. Good morning, ladies. Good morning. Thanks for the intro. (laughs) Sure. How are you doing? We're good. Yeah, nice morning today. Um, Yeah, we have the garage doors open at Brecky. Sun is out. It's a perfect morning for brunch there. I know, and, and it's going to be 70s this weekend only of high, so it should be even nicer with the garage doors open. So, all right, here we go. Twins. <laughs> you work together, <laughs> live together, right? Live together. Do yeah. everything together. I see you on social media. How, you know, how did you get to Brucky Shack? Um, yeah, we, uh, well, we've always lived together, which is pretty crazy. Um, we went to college together. We both got business degrees. Um, we played soccer together in college. Um, in, in what university, of course? We went to Wittenberg University. Ah, uh, yeah. Yes. Great experience. Yeah. Um, and so we went there. After that, we moved back to Columbus. And um, at the time, it was um, it's it was a hard job market, and so we decided we could either go to culinary school and, and try that out, or we could go and get real life experience. And we decided to go with the second option and just immerse ourselves into industry jobs and really see if it was still a passion of ours that. We grew up knowing that we wanted to own a bakery, but we wanted to really figure out if we wanted to pursue it. So um, 
we saw a lot of things that we really loved about the restaurants and about bars that we worked at. Um, and then we saw some other things that we would love to just avoid from the concept that we wanted to bring to the community. And um, after that, we, uh, we managed through that. And then um, we coached soccer for a long time to be able to stay connected with the community and um, stay involved with that sport that we love. And then we went to the corporate world for a little while. So we worked for our family business um, in the marketing department. Uh, and we got to travel a lot. Um, and what is your family business? It's called Animatic Corporation. It's uh, it's always assumed that it would be some type of restaurant concept, but <laughs> and that would make sense. But um, but it's a metal manufacturing firm that um, feeds into L Brands. Um, they make all of the caps and closures for Bath and Body Works, Estee Lauder, uh. Victoria's Secret. Um, so uh, through that, we um, got to see a lot of different facets of the business, which was um, really great for us to learn about just more so the structure of a business and how to run it. And, um, and I think going from working in the restaurant industry, it really gave us a structure in life in order to be able to bring to our own business and that we wanted a daytime concept and kind of how we structured our lives um, and our marketing roles. And it really translated well to bringing that routine over to Brecky. Um, but we did that for five years and we are very fortunate to be able to travel through both of those roles. And we got to see a lot of restaurants around the U.S. too, and um, and see, you know, not only whatever what all creative people in Columbus are doing, but also to be able to see what what's going on in the West Coast or on the East Coast. And um, we just we got to a point in our lives where I think our family was like, either stop talking about it or do it. And, <laughs> was a really good push for us because sometimes we just hesitate because um, we're a little conservative and um, and our family really just helped push us up and um, and say like you know we're here to help support you too like just go ahead and try it so um, we wrote our business plan and then um, we worked through the build out and everything and things just kind of came together. We started meeting really nice people around Columbus and um, got a lot of really great advice. And that was, <laughs> yeah. that was just from Lisa. Yeah. And, and I, take right. it, uh, I take it Lindsay's a little more quiet. Yeah, or, or, I, I guess, well, everyone calls me twin in charge. And it started <laughs> from an early age. One of our coaches called me that, and it stuck. And so I think I dominate our conversations, and I do not mean to. But I yeah, think it's everything she's thinking. Yeah, exactly. Well, let's go to the twin thing then, and we'll come back to Bracky Shack. Is it, you know, do you have that connection that... When you're apart, you sense, you can sense what, you know, when you're together, you can sense what each other's thinking. Because I always see you guys together. I yeah. Mean, I was driving down Goodale, and I was, sorry, that creepy person. I was, like, pulled over in my car, <laughs> saw you guys running. I'm like, hey! And they're like, whoa, oh! Yeah, so I always see you guys together. And that's, you know, that model, you know, with the twin aspect. But how is that? Working, to, living, working, and together, and doing everything. 
We feel fortunate because there's always someone right next to us who we can trust wholeheartedly. So in a business and life, everything, it works really well. Um, but uh, yeah, she has always been the more dominant one, um, which works in our favor. I feel like, um, you know, people know what to expect out of us, especially staff members, everyone. And so um, kind of that relationship works out. So how did you come up with the name Brecky Shack? Um, just slang for breakfast. And um, I know it's really popular, especially in Australia, that term is. Um, but um, we have not been to Australia. It's really like a dream trip for us. However, um, we really liked um, how fresh um, they structure their meals and just the idea and culture behind it. And so um, we have been to Maui a few times and we felt like that culture too was a little similar to what they do in Australia in that they really like feed off the land, they eat fresh, um, they want to support the community community there and then they're not necessarily so worried about exporting items or anything but especially on Maui um, the food um, grown there they really use for the community there to sustain it and um, that kind of led us into all of the sustainability initiatives and everything that we do at Brecky too. So locally, you purchase locally, How? where do you buy your products and everything that you do? I know you support our local distilleries and um, yeah. other things, but when you talk about Hawaii and you know sustainability and they use that for their communities, where do you guys get your food? And then we're going to get into... How did you come up with your menus? <laughs> yeah, we try to source as much local as possible, uh, given there are some, there are limits here in Ohio. But um, whatever we can, we definitely um, when there are when there is a local option, we pick it. And um, so we work on that. And then we also focus on sustainability in that um, for our packaging, we do um, a lot of compostable materials, and we compost um, and brecky. Um, we recycle and then we uh, use re reusable materials. So we have now been able to divert over 90% of our output away from landfills. Um, it has saved tens of thousands or maybe hundreds of thousands um, pounds of trash from the landfill by now. Um, but uh, yeah, our composters come to us every year and they're like, um, the amount of output that you're putting out there just for like eggs and coffee and everything is pretty astounding. But we, in the beginning, we started um, just with throwing things away and we saw how much was going out our door and it was keeping us up at night. We were like, we can't do this. Like we need to be able to be making a difference. And um, so I think that we're down to maybe like a quarter or half a, half a bag of trash a week for the entire restaurant. In, in, I mean, I've been there several times and every time I'm there, it's consistently busy. So if that's all the trash that you're putting out, that's amazing. Yeah. I mean, and I give you guys a lot of credit because that takes a lot of thought and process and continuation of making sure that things are going to the right place. Thanks. Um, I think our team takes pride in it too, you know, being able to, they have the knowledge now in order to sort everything out and it takes a lot more time and it takes a lot of training, but um, they are, they feel that it's really rewarding too. And then I think also having that younger generation learn all of these habits, I think that it's really powerful. 
So, how do you how did you come up with your menu? What where do you get your ideas? Because I know you are from gluten and dairy free all the way to us wonderful people that just eat whatever we can. <laughs> Does that make sense? Yes. yes. Yeah, we like the range. Yeah. <laughs> Um, well, we grew up always wanting to own a bakery, and I can also let you take this question, too. I, yeah, keep going, and I'll it. chime in. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so we wanted to do baked goods, and then um, we realized uh, how much of a gluten-friendly audience that we have. And so we do have dedicated baked goods to that as well um, that we provide. And... I grew up um, as type 1 diabetic. I was diagnosed when I was 11. And so um, just learning the nutrition and everything for each dish that um, I was eating and um, having to know all of the carbs for everything. And then um, also wanting to learn about um, glucose absorption and, and how um, I can slow that down and make my body healthier and control my insulin and everything. Then that led to us structuring all of our meals on our menu that we try to do a lot of veggies with um, healthy fats, so avocado um, added to a lot of our meals, and then uh, with a starch just to have a nice balanced meal. Um, but we like to pair um, the starch with avocado just from what we've read, and you know, I can't say that coming from a doctor or anything, but from what we have read, um, it slows the uh, or it slows down the glycemic index, or I guess lowers it, so that then it slows the absorption of it, and so then you don't necessarily have to take as much insulin. So just little tricks for that. Um, I said that I was diagnosed. She was diagnosed 15 years later in life. That was a really big shock for us. Mm-hmm. Um, so we're both type one. Okay. Um, and then older brother is as well. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So it's yeah. just been a very big thing in our family, and um, we we also try to make sure that the way that we try to eat is, I'm sure, the way that um, everyone else tries to eat too, and and that people would appreciate us trying to look after that health aspect. The word is try for most of us. <laughs> try. <laughs> try. But in, and this is the part of the story I never knew how yeah. you got to the nutritional aspect, and it is it is a challenge because my husband is a type one too. He was diagnosed late on stage in his 30s, so it's a challenge every day. Yeah. So, wow. These are things we need to promote promote more about. We do. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, we used to be really heavily involved with JDRF, which is Ju- Juvenile Diabetes mm-hmm. Research Foundation. Um, they're the local chapter since moved to Cincinnati, but mm-hmm. they are actively bringing more events back in the fall. So... Um, yeah, we're going to do the gala, which is usually uh, on campus in the fall. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, we need to promote that more. I think mm-hmm. that we are just um, a little shy about talking about type 1 before. But it's, it's not – you did your homework, you did your research, but you also live it. And what a better story to share with individuals than, you know, because you – will be out there helping. I mean, it's just one person and then another. But that's what you need to share. And it's where when you're comfortable with it. Mm-hmm. You know, I love pushing people outside of their comfort <laughs> zone. So, it, you know, but I'm like amazed at, you know, the story. So choosing your menu, what are your favorite items and 
how do you try different things? Like, sorry, everybody, but we have donuts with the pumpkin spice buttercream. Yeah. Dip um, <laughs> is amazing. Is it gluten-free? It is not gluten-free at all. Sorry. <laughs> yeah. uh, but we do have some gluten-friendly um, treats as well, um, one being Pop-Tarts that we make in-house. So we have fun. Um, <laughs> we rotate those flavors seasonally, too. So we have strawberry, pumpkin, spice, brown sugar. Um, yeah, we have fun with those. Yeah, and this is delicious. Thank so you. So what's Thank you. your favorite item? I'm going to say all the feels. But, uh, 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 no, no. Yeah. They both looked at each other and they start talking. No. Individually, don't look at each other. I think <laughs> if I were going to Brecky every day, I would find myself ordering the all the feels egg sandwich. I would too, but then I'll say on the lunch side, I'd pick the hash grilled cheese. Yeah. And, and I don't know what you guys do to your um, tater tots, but they're amazing, <laughs> just plain. I've had... A variety of things the way you burger and the burritos so just your menu you have a variety of things and you again can make them all gluten-free correct and yeah we can. and dairy-free if necessary yeah uh, yeah it's nice um, we were able to structure our menu too so that then if um, if any dietary restrictions walk in our door then our team will be able to help out and figure out how we can accommodate those uh, really quickly. Um, we use organic blue corn tortillas that are actually made local. Um, and we use those for a number of things, but it's, uh, that's such a nice product to make gluten-free handhelds and everything. So. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. I'm amazed. <laughs> Again, tell your story. You, we worked and we talked this morning at, um, the morning perk about you have to self-promote and we're here to help you self-promote, but you have to tell your story when you're ready. And comfortable, and I know. Did they answer? You were going to ask a question, Katie. Oh yeah. So um, I was looking over the about page, and of course, like Brecky Shack has this beautiful logo. And when you go in, if you haven't been in, it is such a cool, like homey yet beachy chill vibe. Mm -hmm. Um, And I know you spoke about like feeling like paradise. Like, what is paradise for you? Like, why why bring that in, and why do you want to share that feeling? We really just wanted a place where you could just come as you are. Just if you're coming from the gym, if you're walking from your apartment down the street, if um, you know you're coming from work, if you're looking for a work lunch, like everyone there is just comfortable the way they are and just can walk in and sit down along the garage doors, have the breeze on your back and just relax. So um, that's why we wanted to do like really nice coffee offerings too, so that. Um, we were like, we thought about it and we were like, where do we want to go to have a cup of coffee? And we just wanted like fresh air and sit there and have a nice healthy breakfast and just be able to chat with a friend or knock some work out and um, just hang out for a couple hours if you want. But um, the garage doors were a must for us um, before, you know, any of these health concerns with fresh air helping and everything came about. But when back in 2018, when we were doing the build out, we looked at the space and um, we were like, we have to have garage doors right there. And if we can't, then we're going to figure something else out. But it has to be a must. It was just one of those things that was just so important to us, I think seeing concepts um, across the country too and just realizing how big of um, a thing garage doors or big windows are out there. Um, we are like, I think Columbus just like 
would really relate to this stuff. Mm -hmm. So before I forget and we get to the last question, um, how do they contact you? Because you also do in catering. Yeah. And you can do, I mean, I've had you for catering, so tell me, you know, catering and then how do they get a hold of you? Yeah, um, our catering menus are on our website. Um, I would say the box lunches have been really popular. Um, and then for breakfast, more so family style has been popular, but um, everything travels really well. Um, Lindsay and I have been doing a lot of the deliveries ourselves just because we love to meet who is ordering um, and make sure that we make a personal connection and build that relationship. Um, so if anyone um, would like to order catering um, or just has any questions, uh, my email is lisa at thebrackyshack.com. And then um, you can also uh, get a hold of us through the website, but that's just more direct. Uh, and then our phone number is 614-525-0190. Um, we're almost always in the restaurant. so Which is located? At 1060 Yard Street. In the um, Yard. Yep. Yeah. And we are doing a lot of community events this uh, this summer, which has been a ton of fun. Um, so we've been doing yoga for Pelotonia, uh, yoga for Flying Horse Farms, um, just a bunch of charity events that um, we did a lot of charity events growing up. Um, I think we just got involved in the community um, at a young age, and it has just been so rewarding for us and really important for us to do. And so... Um, we have another one this Saturday uh, for Flying Horse Farms, and um, we also have some other events, too, specifically dedicated to fitness, um, just using that park and everything across the street from us. And that was the question I was going to, because I know you are heavily involved in community events, but you are so big involved with the Grandview Run, the Yard Run, yes. am I saying that correctly? Yeah, yeah. Um, so that's going to be a great event. Um, we're really excited that that came to Grandview Yard, but the start and finish line will be right outside of our doors. Um, and uh, it's going to be August 28th. It's a quarter marathon and 5K. It's going to start at 7 a.m., we are going to open up at 6 a.m., so everyone needs a shot of espresso before they run, right? So, or donuts. Or, or, yeah. or Bloody Mary. <laughs> you know, donuts to get those extra calories. And parking is pretty convenient, too, because there's the garage behind you, which is uh -huh. free, correct? Yeah. And then there is online meter, or on-the-street meter parking. Yeah, and on Sundays, that on-street parking is free, too. So there's, there's so much parking around. Um, we're very uh, thankful that we have all of that built in. Yeah. Well, thank you. This has been, I've learned a lot because I thought <laughs> I knew a lot, but to learn more about you guys, who you are personally, this has been incredible. And I think continue to share your story because it says a lot. Thank you. So, thank yeah, thanks. Did you know sponsoring a Tri-Village Chamber event not only builds brand awareness, but expands your network? Our chamber unites hundreds of businesses and individuals through meaningful relationships, educational programming, exclusive resources, and awesome events. Sponsorship supports our efforts to build and strengthen the community. To find out which opportunities are best for you, contact me directly at katie, K-A-T-I-E, at chamberpartnership.org. Thanks for partnering with us.
Thanks for listening to Business Inspires. Check out the podcast show notes for information about this podcast, to schedule a guest appearance, or to find out more about sponsoring this podcast.